The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Yeah, it sure does feel good to get uh, out in the sun. We have some text coming in. This is my 36th birthday. This is from Boyle. Uh, it is on Sunday. I'm going to ride my road bike from Athabasca to Nemeo to celebrate health, life, and happiness. Happy birthday, Scott. Mm. And Marfis, just north of Peace River, says, As I've been cleaning up our yard, as my wife and I do every year, I have never had the urge to do it naked. <laughs> we have huge mosquitoes already. <laughs> Today, tomorrow is Naked Gardening Day. Claire, the Naked Gardener. Wow. It's already gardening naked. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? All right. It's warm enough. As we mentioned off the top Scott, of the show. Scott, Scott right now is going, what? Yeah, exactly. What, the final, well, if he's listened here? to the show before, nothing should come as a surprise. <laughs> uh, the final season of Thoroughbred Racing at Northlands Park kicks off tomorrow. It will be the first of 43 days of live racing throughout the summer. And to preview the season, here is Northland's Director of Racing and Gaming, Scott Sinclair. Hi, Scott. How are you? Good, guys. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Were you aware that tomorrow was Naked uh, Gardening Day? I was not. I wish I did know. That would have been a great promotion for opening day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> now you're thinking outside of the box. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Scott. Well, you know, I was reading this. The uh, The new track is being delayed, so the racing is going to stick around at Northland's a little bit longer. Um, that's got to feel good, I mean, all things considered. It's exciting, actually, yeah. yeah. Four, well, I guess five more months of operation mm-hmm. here at the park, so we're excited. Well, you know what? It's great that the new track's being built, and I know that's the way the city's moving, and that's wonderful, but you know what? This old building here, 118 years of history, yeah. one one more season will be great. It's oh, Is it always just thoroughbreds out there, or do you do harness racing, too? So we do harness racing as well, so yeah. we typically run harness in the winter months, but this year, of course, we're inviting them back for September and October, and We'll actually close the building with with the harness racing. Oh, awesome! You know, let's talk about my my son. For whatever reason, in the last month, has gotten this huge interest in uh, going to Northlands. He's been going on road trips with me, and that's all we talk about is how you bet on the horses. And I've been doing some research because I want to give him good information because it's been years since I went and bet on the horses. But for those who haven't gone to horse racing in a long time, it's really changed. Not not in terms of how you bet, but how you're able to bet. Right at there, you don't necessarily have to there's not long lineups and there's machines you can use it's a different experience than it was say 20 years ago you know what i will say we've had to change with the times and that's excellent to hear that your son is into it because a lot of young people are here are coming down to the racetrack so we've actually now most of it's automated now you go up to machine you don't have the teller you don't have the intimidation of not knowing what you're doing when you go up there <laughs> exactly if you want to sit on your smartphone there's an app and you can bet, bet right from your smartphone come on oh, really? that's brilliant really? we made it pretty easy now Okay, well, I didn't know that. Okay, we're going, let's go, we'll, we're going to the it's races. It's so much fun. Yeah. It, it really is. It is I don't a lot wanna, of fun. I don't want to break the track, but I mean, I can basically, if you want to just go experience horse racing for the first time, and you really have to gamble a little bit to really enjoy it, I think, but I mean, you don't have to, but you should. Uh, just look at the odds, pick the favorite to show, yep. and and you'll win 50 cents. Like, you'll, you'll, you know what I mean? Like, you'll see what it's like to bet and win. Exactly. You know what? You, you don't need a lot of money. It's a, what was it tomorrow? 22 degrees tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon. Yeah. Uh, if you're not riding your bike a long ways or naked gardening, you can come here <laughs> and uh, get a suntan, have a few pops out in the patio, and bet on a few races. We have a lot of them tomorrow. We have 10. 
plus the uh, the Kentucky Derby, which oh, of course, yeah, the mm, that's right. If you're not watching it from home, you definitely want to come here and place your wager on on a, on a winner and potentially win a lot more than a fifty cents. I'll so, tell you that. Scott, what's what's the plans for for this year, the last year? Um, you know, as we said, it's a it's a little bit of a of a bummer that it's coming yeah. to an end, but 118 years of incredible history. What what do, what big things do you have planned this year? You know, we started off tomorrow. We because it's Cinco de Mayo. Um, Tequila we and horses. Uh, we got a yeah. We, <laughs> we have a few Mexican jockeys here. We have a few drink specials tomorrow, and you can win a trip to Mexico. Oh, you're here tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we have our typical fun days. We have Mother's Day and Father's Day special days. We have uh, Family Day in June 23rd, Retro Car Day. But really, the thoroughbred season culminates this year on the very last ever Canadian Derby, which is August 25th. This is going to be a big day. We have a bunch of things leading up to it with the history of 118 years, celebrating that, celebrating all the people that have raced here and been here over the years. And so that's going to be really a, a massive day for us, August 25th. Tickets actually are already on sale, and hmm. so the area's already sold out. I hate to say that. I guess that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the highlight. Um, but well, like, well, let's talk about the everyday, Scott. Sure. Because, you know, Carol has also, my wife, we've talked about doing it as a date night, and and... You can do it, you, like the restaurant's still running, the, is the casino still in operation? Exactly. No, Colors Restaurant's still available all okay. 43 days. It's a, it's a great value for twenty seven ninety nine. You can come and have buffet meal and, and live entertainment, horse racing. And then once you're done down up there, head downstairs to our casino. And yeah, our casino will be running all the way until the end of January in 2019, so... You can test your luck on those slot machines and see if you have any luck there. Now, that's a lot more difficult. Yeah. Horse race. yeah. yeah the odds are not nearly as good. Not you nearly as good, but yeah. hey. You can't bet on sevens to show. Uh, no, that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> so who do you, I mean, who is your clientele right now, and who has it been in recent years? Is it groups? Is it young people? Is it, uh, you know, hardened race fans? I mean, who comes? You know what, we actually, it's, it's, we've kind of segmented it, to be honest with you. On, on, the, on Saturday afternoons, a lot of families, young kids, um, of course, our casino would be basically your listeners. Most mm-hmm. of our casino are a little bit of an older to clientele, and, and uh, which we just love the locals here on, on the east part of Edmonton. Uh, and then we go Friday nights, and our Friday nights are definitely based for the younger markets. We have a live, live DJ spinning tunes. Uh, we do fun and games, bouncy ball games that you can win prizes. So it's really depending on what the atmosphere you're looking for is the day you come. Wow, that sounds like a good time. So yeah. as you've been kind of putting together, you know, um, the end, as, you've, as you celebrate these 118 years, looking back at some of the stories and some of the, that, the history that is there, Scott, is there stuff that you've learned, some stories that, that you've read up on or, or heard about that go, hey, I didn't know about that, but that was really cool? Well, one of the biggest ones, that people don't realize this, that... Everyone's seen or heard of Secretariat. There's, yeah. of course, the Disney movie Secretariat. Yep. Well, the jockey, Red Pollard, was from Edmonton and yep. started his oh. career here. Yep. That's things most people don't know. And actually, uh, the street that comes in to Northlands on uh, 73rd, um, it's actually been renamed Red Pollard Way, and there's a <laughs> sign up there celebrating Red Pollard. But everyone knows the story, but you didn't know that... Uh, no, I honestly I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, sorry, that. Not, I meant Seabiscuit, by the way. Sorry. I, I, Seabiscuit, okay. Seabiscuit, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Seabiscuit, not... And then, but if you take even that route, you go the Secretariat route, uh, the brother of the gentleman, uh, Ron Turcott, who rode Secretariat, he works here at the park still. So <laughs> no there's, a lot of, there's a lot of like, history with this place just in the horse racing world. 
I don't know if this is a if I if if you have the answer to this, but I'm I'm, I'm curious to know about how actually training the horses and keeping the horses has changed over the years. You know what? That's uh, now there's something I could I could find that answer out. That's <laughs> I, I, that's definitely not my forte. I'll okay, be honest yes, with you. I I'm thought... a uh, I like to watch them from afar and, and bet on them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. You know what? I'll be honest with you. I. I promise he hasn't changed that much over the years. We have gentlemen back here still in their 80s training, and they've been training here at the park for over 50 years. That's amazing. One of our listeners just texted in, Terry from North Edmonton. He says, I'm having my stag at Northlands Park this summer. So do you do group uh, functions as well? You know what? We do it. And actually, that's one of our fortes the last few years is stags and stagettes. We have a ton of them throughout the summer. It's a great place. I actually know of two stagettes coming next, uh, uh, is it next Saturday. So, gentlemen out there listening, you probably want to come that day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's groups. We do big. We have big meeting rooms that you can ha- rent out and have the whole meeting room and uh, watch the races from there. Or if you even just come out and sit on the tarmac, have a beverage and a hot dog, there's a different ways you can enjoy the racetrack. Oh, you had me at hot dog. I know. I, I forgot about wait. that. But, yeah, because you do have an, a Colors restaurant has great food. But just being at the track and having a beer and a hot dog on a sunny day and watching the horses run. There's nothing better than sitting there right at that rail yep. with a beer in your hand as those horses run past. You can feel the power <laughs> of those hooves and the, and the noise. Yeah, absolutely. I'll never forget that noise. Um, yep. Hey, listen, if somebody wants to take it in but they're not really sure how to bet, um, is there anywhere to go to sort of figure out how the betting works? You know what? We actually have a whole army of individuals that walk around and teach you how to wager. Uh, they're walking through Colors Restaurant. They're walking along the tarmac. We, uh, they're in bright orange shirts, and they can teach you how to wager. Now, I'll be honest with you, we, we, we don't give out tips because you're probably smarter than we are. So <laughs> the reason we're working here, and you guys are coming to enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, there's lots of people that are willing to teach you. Our mutual tellers, you want to go up and just ask them, they'll, they'll happily help you. So... Lots of ways to learn, and it, it sounds intimidating, but really it's the most unintimidating It really isn't. Is. Uh, you know, and I, I'm old enough to remember when the way you used to do it is you would get up early in the morning and go to the corner store, and there'd be a printed program of the, the horses that were going to run that night, and you could see their last 10 races or whatever, and then you'd look at track conditions and their time and who they ran against, and then you'd handicap mm-hmm. them and figure out, well, okay, if it's going to be muddy tonight, that you know what, this horse yep. actually excels in mud, like that kind of thing, right? Still available. We still have all that stuff. If you want to sit there, and it's all about analytics, and you're way smarter than I am, by all means, we have those books that have all that information, and you can... That's what I'm trying to do right now for tomorrow's Kentucky Derby, so I can try to make a few dollars myself. <laughs> nice. Nice. Scott, um, uh, Century Casinos uh, had been chosen by uh, Horse Racing Alberta to uh, run the new, to build, own, and operate that new that new racetrack. How has the the changeover, how has that partnership, the, you know, turning things over, that relationship gone over the last little while? You know what? We have a great relationship with, with Century. We're actually thrilled. We're thrilled for actually all the participants in the industry. This building is, is getting older, and it's time to pass the torch on to a nice new building, shiny, and be able to go after all those new, younger fans that are into the technology and stuff that we might not be able to provide in a building that's 60, 70 years old. Um, so it's been a great relationship. I know that if you've driven past there, right by the airport there on the way to the mall, you can see that it's uh, it's coming along. They're, they're, they're a long ways into this, and... And they're excited. They've done a great job in the, the racetrack that they have in Calgary. And um, they learned from some mistakes they made when building that. And this new facility they're going to build is very impressive. I saw a presentation the other day, and it's, 
it's pretty state-of-the-art, a great place to watch races, for sure. Sounds like a lot of fun. Before we let you go, one of our listeners has a suggestion, um, <laughs> but with regard to your app, which I think is brilliant, by the way, yep. um, that you can bet uh, using the app, uh, they wondered if it was not possible to order food or beer using the app. <laughs> you know what? That's pretty. That's a century question right there. There's a question for when they, you move down the way down there. That's a great way to do it, Las Vegas style. I like that. Exactly. Well, something to think about. You could bring it up at the next board meeting and I look will. like a genius. I will. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Thanks for joining us, Scott. Uh, best of luck uh, this season, and we hope to see. Well, I think I think we're going to go out there, Andrew. Please do. Please do. Yeah, we'll we'll do date oh, nights. is there a cost to get in there? It's just free, right? It's absolutely free yeah. unless you want to get into colors and have have the buffet. Other than that. Yeah. It, parking's free. Oh, is it? free. Yep. The only thing, if you want a program, it's $2 to start your day. Parking is free out there? Yeah. Parking is free out here. Yeah. Yes, it is. Come on. I know. I know. It's one of the best deals in the city on a, on a Friday night or Saturday afternoon, for sure. They've got a great performance space there, too. Like It, it should be more utilized than it is. It, it really should be. Yeah. yeah. It seats like, what, 250, 300? Uh, yep. Yeah. Exactly. With a stage and good sound system. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it's quite a facility. It is. Scott, I need to get back out there. Yeah. All right, we'll have you back for sure. Definitely. Awesome, Scott. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Have fun. So don't delay. Act now. Supplies are running out. And now it feels still alive. Six to eight years to arrive. And if you follow them, they be out tomorrow. But if the author's shun, you might as well be walking on the sun to celebrate some of this warm weather that's finally showing up in the city of Edmonton and the trees are starting to bud mm. and the grass is starting to green up. Seeing a lot of landscaping crews out and about. Yes. That business, I'm sure, has taken off in the last 48 hours. Yeah, we have um, the folks coming over on Sunday to do the yard. Mm. Man, what are they doing? Because apparently... Uh, who does your plants, your your flowers? Coolman's. Coolman's does your yeah. flowers. You have a crew that comes over and does well, what you're doing. I have a crew. I hire well, someone to come like in to do all okay. the, the raking and stuff like yeah. that because otherwise it would take me and coach all summer to you do it. You should have a raking party. Who's going to come over and I rake? would totally would come not. over for a raking party. Hmm. I would. You would not. You don't know until you try. You, do you want to come over for a raking party? I do not, yes, but it's not. only because I'm quite busy this weekend. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And next. <laughs> it's a lot of work. You can, if you're not in shape, you can you can strain muscles that you forgot that you had. If I'm not in shape. Or, or didn't know that you had. Uh, hey, uh, being that it's Friday, um, here's a story that might help people, but is not that serious. But I saw it. It was like actually weeks ago. It was from Oxford Dictionaries, a, a press release from mm-hmm. Oxford Dictionaries. And you know, dictionaries are great. I love di- dictionaries. Yeah. And they tell you the origin of words and this kind of mm-hmm. thing. But Oxford put out a, a release just saying, here's four everyday terms that have actually quite offensive origins. Now, I'm not suggesting, I, I don't want to say well, we need to all stop using them because mm-hmm. nobody's, there's nobody uh, holding, you know, any kind of demonstrations over this, but you should probably, maybe, I mean, you know, be aware. Uh, You've used the expression, I'm sure, and heard the expression, no can do. No can do. No can do. Mm -hmm. It's a folksy way of saying you can't do something. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I say you don't have to get rid of these expressions because they've become a common usage, so their meanings have changed Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. But in the 1800s, it was actually a way of mocking Chinese people who spoke in broken English. Really? No can do, yep. Okay. How about uh, long time no see? That was just from the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of the same thing. It was a way of imitating how Native Americans spoke English. It was originally mocking Native Americans. Really? Long time no see. Uh, Gypped. 
he gypped me, yeah. as in being cheated out of something, it is offensive to some people still to this day because it furthers the stereotype that gypsies are dishonest thieves. Mm. And paddy wagon. Pause. Yes. Do you ever watch that gypsy life yeah, well, show? Yeah, yeah. There was a spinoff from it, too. My gypsy wedding, uh, my the, gypsy life. The, my, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? What? Wait a minute. What? Wow. Well, no, just... They're wedding dresses or something well, else. Thank you. They're wedding dresses, the prom dresses, if they have a prom dress, the, the fights. Well, I don't think there's been a wedding reception, graduation day. I don't think there's been a function, at least not on that show, where it doesn't result in police mm-hmm. arriving. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It and they always all blows up. more um, go- gorilla glue or something for the yeah, dresses. I know. <laughs> and yet like- they stress the fact, because in those shows... Um, the women are often, um, you know, dressed in a provocative way, mm-hmm. but they stress the fact that they're very um, committed mm-hmm. to to no relations yep. prior to yep. marriage. But those wedding dresses, wowzer. Well, it's just incredible. The this, this same woman seems to design everyone's dress because on all the different shows, they go to this exact same woman, and it has to be bigger, glitzier, longer, heavier. I mean, in some cases, there was dresses where it wouldn't fit in the carriage car or bus. Like, it was like, well, we have to carry her to the wedding because it's just not really functional, I guess. Well, the dresses weren't functional for anything. No, and expensive. Except for showing bits off. Yeah, well, that's just it. Like, it's a big, huge gown. Sorry, I shouldn't use big and huge. It's a huge gown that covers practically nothing. It's like amazing. How could you have 250 yards of material and... That's still the sisters are still hanging out. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, Patty Wagon, the name Patty, <clears throat> excuse Irish. me, Patty. Yeah, it used to be short for Patrick. It was mm-hmm. also used as a derogatory term, term specifically for Irish people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's connected to police vehicles because police back in the day were commonly of Irish descent, and the occupants of the wagon were often Irish themselves. So it became a Patty Wagon. In other words, that's how you cart drunk Irishmen away. There you go. My lady is obsessed with gypsy shows. I'll take a thousand hours of tiny houses over ten minutes of gypsy wedding. (laughs) You know what? We were watching it for a while, and you know we embrace reality television. And you know we understand that reality television is quite a far cry from reality. But we got into that for a time, and then we just couldn't do it anymore. It was just, okay. It was just too over the top. Well, it's just the same show every week. The same arguments. I don't want you marrying him, and I've picked out your husband, and he... And they get married really young right and you know it'll be and they're like they're not happy and, and they're they never yeah. happy there's no no such thing apparently as a happy gypsy so i don't know and then there was an english version that was like okay never mind these north american gypsies because that is not who we are and then there was this like uk or irish oh, that's the one i'm talking about oh, okay well they were even they were just as bad oh yeah oh you should see the american version my lord you if you've only watched the european version mm. it'll be an eye opener for you the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.